Good night of Shabbos. We're standing here, Pashas Kisiso. As we always try to find a chizuk that we can take with us as the world struggles and continues to do so. What's perhaps something we can do that will help. You know, you look at the Hamish newspapers, everyone has segulais, they're all precious. Well, Davin for you, you know, today, tonight is the yard site of the Rebmeilich Malazensk. Thousands of Yidin traveled across the world to go and Davin tonight at a kever. It's incredible. But what about us people here? We're not going to Kfarim. We're sitting home. We're also looking for Segulais. We're also looking for Yeshuais. I want to share with you something very, very, very powerful that can rid us a Segula from HaKadosh Baruch himself. The Pasha begins with a very difficult concept to understand how we count Yidin. And it tells us, do not count Yidin, one, two, three, four, five. That's not how we count Yidin. But the way we count Yidin is every Yid gives a half shekel. And we count the half shekels, and that's how we know how many Yidin are. Sounds very nice. It's a beautiful minute. But then the Pasuk says, If you will do this, there will not be a Magefa. There won't be a plague. But if you don't, you count them, there'll be a plague. I have to ask you. I, I I understand you don't want to count people. A plague is a big deal. If you go through the Torah HaKadosha and look when plagues were around. Plagues were around when people did big Averis. We have this week's Pasha, the ego. There's room for a plague. You have a plague we're going to have people dropping dead. Why? Because you didn't count the coins. Question number one. Question number two, if I may. Why only the half coin? What happens if a yid wants to give a full coin? What's the significance of a half? And the Medrash tells us a marshal. There was a father before he died. Wanted to make sure his kids will stay strong and get along. And the father went. And he gave each child a stick, a twig. He gave each child two twigs, I think. And every kid was holding it. And he asked every kid to go and break one twig. And every single one went, snapped the twig in half, no problem. Went around the room. Then he asked everyone to give him their second twig. And he went, he collected all the twigs, and he went like this, tried to break the twigs. Obviously, it was ten together, let's say. Didn't break. He gave, he went around. None of the brothers were able to break it. The Medrash tells us, Kishbok was teaching us that individually, we can all break very easily. But if we put us all together, we're unbreakable. Think about a phone book. 
If anyone remembers what that is, we grew up with phone books, right? Try to tear rip a phone book. It's not possible. But take every page individually, it rips. So what's the lesson over here? Something fascinating. Not that a Kajbal who's saying that if you don't count, there'll be a Magay, there'll be a plague. Unfortunately, many of us make mistakes. Many of us do something wrong. And we're chas v'shalom. Open, we deserve something. Chas v'shalom. And Gosh says, if you're going to stay separate and stay as an individual, you'll just get what you deserve. You'll get whatever it is. There is a trick, tells us a Baruch a segula. Everybody give a chazi shekel. You know why? So no one's an individual. Everyone is a half. Everyone is a part. And you know what you're going to accomplish? You're not going to be an individual anymore. You're going to be part of a stack of sticks. You're going to be part of a big, fat phone book that cannot be torn. That's what it means there won't be in my game for. Not that we're going to get punished for not counting us. If you will become part of the tzibar, you will not be looked at as an individual. And a Baruch Hu doesn't look at you individually. So chas v'shalom, even if chas v'shalom, you're right, you deserve to have something. It won't happen. Why? Because Baruch Hu says, you're part of a tzibar. That's the significant that answers the two questions. That's the chazi shekel, only half. And that's the magaifa. Not you'll get a magaifa. But if chas v'shalom is destined to come, on a yid, become part. I need to tell you a very interesting story. There was a yid, very, very wealthy yid, who unfortunately had saris over his head. Mamish, whatever could go wrong went wrong. One day he went crying to an Adam Gadol. And he went to this Adam Gadol and he said, I don't understand my life, besides being wealthy, everything else that could go wrong in my life is going wrong. What do I do? After a conversation, it turned out he was took himself very seriously. He lived in a separate part of town. He davened in shul in a very separate part. He, he very much treated himself like a rich man. And the Rav told him, you don't understand what you did. You separated yourself from the Tibur. Now you're being judged as an individual because you're standing alone. If you were sitting in the middle of base measures between all the other Jews and you're living between all of the Yidna Baruch who would just put you in the group that doesn't snap. You're pulling yourself aside. He says, Rebbe, what can I do? And he told him, start sharing your wealth. Mingle with the crowd and you'll become one with them and you'll see your sorrows will stop. That's exactly what happened. We don't realize how powerful a kayach of a tzibar is. Kajbaru was telling us if we're going to count shkalim, or we're going to count people individually, chas v'shalom will bring upon ourselves the greatest magayfa. Everyone knows on Rosh Hashanah we read the story of the Isha Shunamis, who Elisha offers her anything in the world, and the woman was childless. And she said, what was her response when she was asked by Elisha, how could he repay her? Instead of saying, I want a child, she says four words, B'seich Ami Ani Eishavis. I don't want a bracha. It was Rosh Hashanah Chazal tell us. And she goes, I, I don't want to be singled out today. Even singled out for a bracha she didn't want. 
She said, I don't want to be in the stack. I want to be part of this big, fat phone book that can't get ripped. And that's how I'm going to do all of Rosh Hashanah. She doesn't want. This is what Chazal teach us. Teriyach is telling us this lesson. It's so incredible. People have to realize when you make yourselves an enemy, when you pull yourself away, it's mamish suicide. A person is opening themselves up to anything that might be responsible to get. That's the chazi shekel in this parasha. You can't give any more. And you know what you do? You'll be ceaseless race. You will lift everybody up because that's just how it goes. You lift everybody up because you're part of a unit. You're an individual. So you may be vulnerable. Ki ceaseless race. Lift everybody up. You know how you lift everybody up? Because you're worth more when you're wholesale. It's the opposite of how it usually is. Usually individuals are worth more. No, 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 no. Individuals are worth nothing. A year alone. Of course, he's worth... But he, he, we look at him how much he's worth when he becomes part of a tzibur. Changes his entire picture. This is the chizuk you need to have. We're standing here in the Yemei HaPurim. And we know that Kalah Yisrael was deserving of a punishment. Haman turns to Achashverosh and he says, Am They are a splintered nation. They're split. And what happens? He promises Achashverosh that we're going to be successful. Hashem says, how do you know we're going to be successful? He says, I promise. Because they're a bunch of individuals. And Hashem will give them what they deserve. What change that we had in Yeshua? What change that we went from the matzah that we deserve to all be killed during the Nesapurim to Yeshua? Leich, what's the words of Esther to Mordechai? Leich, kinois, kal ha-yehudim. Go ahead and gather all the Yidden together. Kinois, make them one. This is the trick, excuse the language of trick, but this is the trick that Esther HaMalka taught us. Even though you're not deserving, you're going to come together as a unit. It's going to work. And that's the Yisrael Pasha Kisisa, which we learned this week. And then next week, as you start preparing for the month of Adar Beis, we start with Pasha Shkala, and we're going to learn Kisisa again. Kisisa is right. What's the lesson? You're only a Chatzia Shekel. When this rich man went to his Rav, and he felt that he's a full shekel. And he was independent. He didn't need anybody else. The Rav told him that's why Yitzharas are happening. Make sure you're a chati shekel. Make sure you're a chati shekel to your spouse. Make sure you're a chati shekel to your friends. You're a chati shekel. And remember, you're only a half. Try to live a life as part of a tzibur. Part of a community. Then a Baruch Hu looks at you as part of the community. And then we have the skula. That many, many twigs will never snap and will never crack. And as we're in a situation where Claudius Yisrael is vulnerable, and as Man Muhammad, we're more vulnerable because Baruch judges us. Let's become one unit, connect to a tzibur. And that's Chus, without a doubt, will be Zaycha this Purim, to be Zaycha to be in Yerushalayim, Yer Have an absolutely wonderful Shabbos.